What is up? What is happening? Welcome back after a long wait to another episode of the Yankshaft F1 podcast. Group of American dudes like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me, as always, from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we've got Ian. We really are the Nicholas Latifi of podcasts in that we have not had a podcast in a while. We apologize. I know you guys have been on pins and needles. We've been in the real world. We've been at the business factory. We've been painting fences. We've been doing our thing. I got stuck on a riverboat gambling trip for far too long. It was drove me crazy. Um, we're back. We're here. We're excited. And I uh, missed you guys. All, all tens of our listeners, I know you guys are on pins and needles every week. <laughs> Literally, does all do- dozens of listeners, and and we've missed every single one of them. Joining me, also from the nation's capital, we've got Johnny. Guys, I, I forgot we were still doing this. Glad to be back. Glad we're all here in uh, one virtual space, all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like COVID times all again. But let's skip right past that. We're going to recap the uh, the Monaco Grand Prix from this last weekend. Give you a little bit of a preview for the uh, the Spanish Grand Prix upcoming this weekend. And since we've been off for so long, just kind of, you know, talk generally about, about where the season stands. You know, good things, bad things, housekeeping, all of that. Um, but again, we know, we know it was a long break, and we know that many of you were probably thinking to yourself, I know, but this break sucks. I'm the breaking. Did that come through? You could tell yeah. that it's Yuki. A little bit. Did it, did <laughs> you could tell that it's Yuki. At okay, least. yeah. He said, this break sucks. Um, yeah. You know, whatever. I'll, I'll boost it in post. It's going to be great. The listeners are going to be so confused as to why, why you guys did, didn't, think it was, uh, didn't think it was incredible. But jump, jumping right into the, the, the Monaco Grand Prix, low-key banger. Surprising banger. I was, I was prepared. Like, I had, like, friends visiting this weekend. We were prepared to, like, ah, like, if this race stinks, we're, we'll just go to the beach. No. No, stayed on the couch. I did not move the entire time. Uh, extremely entertaining and qualifying might have been the the most entertaining qualifying. Definitely the most entertaining qualifying of the season. Maybe the most entertaining qualifying ever. I don't know, but certainly in the last it. few years, I did see that a couple of times. People are saying it. Um, no, Monaco's okay. So the thing with Monaco and that you know the the race itself is usually boring but the qualifying is electric so if you're gonna watch one qualifying if you're not a big qualifying person watch monaco monaco is great for qualifying um but yeah the race was it was fine it was going really well and then that rain hit and it just got wet some places and dry and others like we all like and then it was just riding dude it was it was awesome i was seeing people slide everywhere that was uh, i really had a great time watching monaco this this weekend and thank thank God that uh, this was the first Monaco Grand Prix where they did not let Monaco do the broadcast themselves, so that when that rain hit, we actually had competent people in the booth and we saw all of it. I liked saw it better the when, the, when Monaco was doing their own thing and we got the good memes of like, "Oh, here's a great they pass." Cut to Lance, Lance Stroll just <laughs> simply taking a corner with no one around him, and we missed Max Verstappen touching the wall. Like that that, that that's pretty much what would have happened. I but no, that, Monaco, yeah, I, I missed that. I, I personally don't miss that, but the memes will live on uh, absolutely uh, forever. Johnny, did, uh, at, what, what, you know, I'm I'm, you I'm not a huge Monaco game? guy, and of course, you know, you guys mentioned it being the best qualifying of all time potentially, and it's the the one weekend I had a dozen family members in from Portugal running up and down all over the East Coast. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I yeah, I, I missed it, so I watched it in bits and pieces. Uh, but, you know, Monaco, it is what it is. If if you're a fan of watching pit crews swap front wings and other pieces of aero because everyone keeps <laughs> slamming into each other every other lap, you know, that's it's fine. Um, 
you know, you've got the pageantry of it. If I don't think if it wasn't for 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 the spectacle that is Monaco, I, I have my doubts that it would even be on the schedule. Uh, you know, uh, still, but you know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, everyone chasing, yeah, it's, it's tradition. tradition. It's, 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 it's a good it's, one. It was a good one. This just bought them yeah. like twenty years of goodwill. This one race, yeah. They're, yeah. they're going to yeah. drag it out as long as they can. All it is is just tradition. And when the, if you go back and look at the races when you got much smaller cars, it makes a lot more sense because how big the cars are today, yeah. it's, you can't pass on that course. But it's tradition. It's great. It's, it's unfortunately, and it, unfortunately, not unfortunately, when you talk to people who typically aren't even F1 fans, oh, they understand. They know, they know Monaco. They recognize the track. They know the cars that drive in the city. It's really cool. But, yeah, no, fortunately, the race is usually kind of a stinker. But, hey, yeah. this time it wasn't. What do you it's, know? It's a hard track to pass on. Uh, but if your name is Logan Sargent, it's an easy track to get passed on uh, is what I noticed. From Look, <laughs> okay, we'll get into Logan Sargent. The, the, the man, they, they were coming at – they were gunning for him. Lap one, he got he got battered into. He was getting tossed around. So – Brief yeah. brief race recap, you know, so lap one, Logan Sargent gets hit by Nico Hulkenberg. There's the headline right there. Um, but other than that, Max Verstappen took pole in that ridiculous qualifying. Kind of got, you know, 15-second lead on Fernando Alonso. There was some stuff happening in the back that we'll talk about later, but let's jump forward to lap 52. It starts raining. Well, it started raining a few laps earlier. Lap 52 is when they, they started deciding to make changes. So I think it was lap 55, they pit Fernando Alonso. He's 15 seconds behind Max Verstappen. It starts raining only on half the track, the smallest track on, on the calendar, and it's raining on half of it, or three turns. Fernando Alonso pits for slick medium tires. Then either one or two laps later, they realize they've made a terrible mistake and pit him again to put on intermediates like pretty much everybody huge, else yeah. had gone on to. It was, I've made a huge mistake. It, it was Aston Martin this time. So that was kind of the end of the drama of who might win this race. Max Verstappen, they did it perfect. Red Bull didn't make any mistakes. They usually don't. Max Verstappen ended up coming away with a, a relatively comfortable win of like 18 seconds or so. Um, but that sounds like just enough time for an extra pit stop from Fernando Alonso to me, or maybe you would have had it. So with that brief little recap, what what was your biggest takeaway from this weekend? Well, John, you can go first. Uh, well, I, well, I was just going to mention how uh, you brought up that, um, you know, Alonso pitting early uh, might have cost him, you know, he, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, could have cost him. I don't want to be yeah. too bullish and say it would have cost him the race, but uh, it could have. And uh, in, in Max's. I've seen some people that did the yeah. math, and yeah, he would have. he could have yeah. had the lead. After that round, in um, in Max's post race interview, he, he mentioned that was part of Red Bull in his strategy going into the race. Uh, he they went over twice as long as they had initially planned to go on those tires, and he was driving in wet parts of the track on on grained up nasty tires until uh, they waited for Alonso to go go in, and it, it worked out. Because I think Max was on yeah. mediums and and. Alonzo was on hard, so Alonzo's plan was to go yeah. go long, but Max just kind of matched him out in front on the mediums, which is pretty impressive. So was that what, – what's your takeaway, uh, Johnny? I don't know. Max is kind of emerging to me as this more savvy, uh, experienced guy. He's got more more laps under his belt, more race wins, and he's learning how to manage his tires, go long, and, and work these, these strategies, and it's working out immensely in his favor is basically my biggest – He's a dunce, and I'm sick of him yeah. winning already. Yeah. He's too good. 
I had a couple takeaways from, uh, and just looking at the standings again, um, and I think the Alonzo thing where, okay, yes, did they make a mistake and bring pitting him twice? Yeah, sure, that's fine. But And I know they would never admit this, but like Aston Martin knows that, and I, pretty much everyone on the grid knows this, that Red Bull car and Verstappen this year is pretty much going to win every single race unless they crash out. Like, you're probably not going to beat them. And that was the track that you can you could take a lead and hold them off because you, we weren't going to get around Alonzo. But, like, I think if you're Aston Martin, you're like, look, we got second place in Monaco. I'm super cool with that. We are currently second in the Constructors' Cup. We are ahead of Mercedes by a point. We are ahead of Ferrari. We are – Red Bull's going to run away with this thing. But, like, if yeah. we can finish second, that is awesome for us. That so is, just, aw- that, is yeah, yeah. that would just be fantastic for them. And then I, th- I think just, like – that and then also, how about the how about Alpine? Like, we got how about he had a Carl signs, and then we got Ocon on the podium. Like, here we go. Okay, Alpine. All right, I see you now. Let's go. Let's get, let's, let's build off. Let's build. Let's build off this, and let's have a strong race in Spain. Yeah, they're still uh, they're still ahead of ahead uh, of McLaren there so that's I, I guess that's that's probably their main rival coming into the season even if the mclaren looked like a donkey um coming into it but yeah dude red bull uh it's it's pretty much impossible and that's like you said like if you can get a lead and then fernando alonso trying to block you on the streets of monaco good luck getting around that man you're absolutely not. no chance you're not you're not and so for max at the end of qualifying to make up i think it was like almost three tenths in sector three which is only like 15 seconds long and he made up three tenths of a second to come back, Alonso had kind of a sloppy sector three, but either way, Max, like when when, when we saw that he was two and a half tenths down um, with one sector left at the very end of qualifying, Alonso would just snatched it from Leclerc, who had snatched it from Ocon, and then Max coming through. That's why it was so. It wasn't just the perfect race for Max; it was the perfect uh, perfect weekend. Um, and that was kind of my main my main takeaway was just gonna be yeah. Red Bull. Like they are so steady, so good. Um, there's a lot of other storylines for us to talk about, but at the end of the day, like. Perfect qualifying. They when they needed to get it done, Max got it done. Found that yeah. time in sector three, kissed the wall, saved a couple of tenths there, and uh, then he's starting from the front and you know wins by almost a, a full yeah. pit stop. So Red Bull is just kind of seems seems too good uh, too good this year. But you know who wasn't too good this weekend? The man who we haven't mentioned yet, Sergio Perez, had a significantly less good weekend than Max Verstappen. If you're going to crash out in qualifying. And uh, don't do it start from the start from the back. Try don't to make your way through the field. Don't do it in Monaco. That would be my advice as uh, as an F1 expert. Don't try to uh, go through the field at Monaco when it's raining. There's there, yeah, there, there's he, a pro tip. I, I think his his bad his bad weekend is being overblown because he did while well, he did crash in qualifying. Um, it's just he picked the absolute worst track to crash yeah. because if if this is if this is any other course and he crashed in qualifying in that car this year he's probably still finishing top we've seen him start from the back eight. this year already Six. and make his way yeah. through yeah. the field but not easily. so we i'm not we like, can do that he would probably still podium. Like, if i was a red bull like if i was a, if i was a huge checko fan i wouldn't be worried about it all unfortunately it's just a, a the, he picked the absolute worst <laughs> track to crash yeah. in qualifying and you just you can't get around people not yeah you, well you the worst can't. the the bad part of it is that he lost 25, 26 points to Max Verstappen. Yeah, he got a zero were, in the championship, you know, and, and now he, he can't afford yeah. another slip-up like that the rest of the way. He could have he could have had a, a, a mediocre lap, um, and, you know, if he just made it to Q3, if the car just survived, he could have had a mediocre lap and still probably started, yeah. you know, top five. Is, it, is, this, is, this, is this a tinfoil hat thing of 
maybe he crashed out early so he wouldn't have to uh, fight for Verstappen, and then it makes little decisions making it a little easier down the road. Now Verstappen has a bigger lead, so I don't know. Who's to say? If it happens again, also, if it happens again, I'll put on my hat. Also, this, it, it's going to happen. This is, you know, it's, you're not going to go through a single season with an unblemished record. Um, it's not going to happen. So His, The lead was only like 15 points or something going into last week. It was within one race, yeah. meaning, you know, any, anything can happen. You know, if Checo can win and Max's car breaks down, and then he crashes Checo's going to have the lead. Curious. Yeah. At the end of the day, Red Bull, kind of Red Bull as a team are still running away with this thing. We've got six races and six all six winners. Oh, we're fighting for We've been fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just I was just talking about the the drivers' championship. It was a disaster oh, yeah. for Checo because I, I, I we talked about this last year. We thought he might have a chance at the drivers' championship. Jas Verstappen got all pissy about it. Uh, and then this year, you know, here we are again. Checo found himself within 15 points of max, and, and I was starting to believe again. And Oh, Monaco, street circuit, Checo Perez, let's go. Um, and, it, and it was just kind of an absolute disaster. So just for the, the driver's, driver's championship, that, that could be a massive blow uh, to Checo, getting zero points in a street circuit, and not just getting zero, losing 25 to, uh, to your teammate. Yeah. Bad, bad stuff. Moving on. It's not good. It's not good. Right, move on to number two in the constructors' uh, standings. Give the give, give well, them the full the full combo. It's going to run down here since it's been a while. Red Bull obviously running away with this thing. They've got two hundred and forty nine points. Um, with one hundred and twenty points, we've got Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Aston. Aston Martin. Aston Martin. And oh my gosh, <laughs> we've got we've got ninety three of those points are Fernando Alonso. <laughs> And, and we've 27 got 27 from Lance Stroll. I 27 from Lance Stroll. So, you know, your dad's the boss, Lance Stroll, but uh, that at, is. At what point does dad, like, does daddy care? I mean, I know, I know that. Is that the second best car on the grid? I think it, it might yeah. be. Looked, I think it, it might be too. Consistently, it might be, it might be the second best car on the grid. Because it's certainly yeah, not the second best might driver. Be better than no, but I mean to be fair, he's—I I mean he's a heck of a lot closer to—he's—he's he's closer to Gasly than he is to Leclerc, um, which is not good. But he is in eighth place, so like it's not like he's underperforming but massively. Stroll, but Lance, God, he's, like, but he will have a race where he finishes like fourth or fifth because reasons because he seems to do that every year and then he'll fight for 16th next week it's just like if there was consistency with lance stroll i think aston martin would or aston martin would but i think that would i could think them locking running away with second place like they're i think i think alonzo is going to be fighting for podiums every single week i mean he, he clearly has had a great season so far and i just mercedes isn't like i as much as i think as much as my mind is telling me it's mercedes like it's just i don't know they're it's they not, just need a better Ferrari, like, Ferrari it, you know, is a, is a clown show, so it's like I don't even count Ferrari right now. But I don't know. Aston Martin's second place in the constructors. In the constructors, I think there's. I want to see them. I want to see them stay there, and I want to see them fight with Ferrari because I think they can be Ferrari. Maybe this is a wake up call to Ferrari too. Hopefully, it's 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 a wake up call to to, to Ferrari. But we'll get to uh, anything, them. But really, I mean, anything the, moving forward for ahead. Aston Martin is a is a win for them because I certainly didn't have them pegged as the second best team on the grid. And you know that that first race of the season, uh, Alonso manages to get a podium. We're all super stoked, and 
you know, kind of, I thought it was kind of a gimmicky thing. And then he podiums again and then <laughs> the race after that, and then he got another one, you know, I mean, he's they're They're starting to stack these strong performances and it, it's, they it looked really good, good and really like good. testing, but it's always like, you know, how much does that yeah. really mean? And I don't know how much of it is Alonzo, how much of it is just the car being great. But I think, and I think he had a message on the radio after it was after qualifying or the race. I think it might've been after the race. Um, where he just said, look, if you told me this however many months ago that we would be second in Monaco, you know, like that I would finish second in Monaco. Like, who can believe this? And it, and it yeah. really is. Like, I don't, I don't just because it, it, it kind of came out of nowhere, and, but now we're getting used to it. I don't want to discount, like, how ridiculous it is that Fernando Alonso is putting in his performances every week, that Aston Martin is second in the constructor's standings. Um, but then also, something might have to be done. Uh, might have to be done about Lance Stroll. He did not not have a good weekend. But I might have to save well, some of that dad, chatter for a later dad, segment. His dad owns the team, so don't think he's going anywhere. Do? Yeah, he's yeah. not going anywhere. He All is right, to our main topic anywhere. of the week: Is Lance Stroll going to get fired? Here we go. Let's go. Thirty-minute segment. Oh man. No. Okay. <laughs> Aston hanging on. Aston hanging on in second. Uh, but actually, one of, one of the talking points from this week was that Mercedes gained ground. Um, on Aston Martin, and they now only sit one point behind them. They're on 119 to Aston Martin's 120. Um, solid, solid performances for Mercedes. I literally have nothing interesting to say about Lewis's weekend, really. It was pretty straightforward, other than his little crash in, in practice, I think it was. George Russell actually was having a great race until he uh, decided to just lock up and miss the turn and slide right into the runoff area next to Lance Stroll. Um, which That'll is not it. where you want to be. If Lance Stroll is stationary next to the track, you don't want to go say hello. Yugi Sonoda. Yugi Sonoda. What about Yugi Sonoda? Oh, it's just drivers that were stationary alongside of the track. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Yuki, Yuki, Yuki had brake issues, okay? That's, it, it, it's fine. But Mercedes overall, uh, solid, solid weekend. Um, they brought some upgrades. It's really hard to tell what those mean at a track like Monaco, to be honest with you. So I don't know, but uh, they seem no, fairly, fairly encouraged. Um, it's I, I, hopefully we get a good, a good fight between uh, between them and Aston, and then hopefully uh, Ferrari can kind of get themselves back into that into that mix a little bit. And we might have like a really, really, really spicy like two through four battle this year, um, which I'm very, very excited about. It really falls off after that, but. Uh, Two through four we, is anybody's game. If you told me that Ferrari is going to end up in second place, I would not be surprised whatsoever. They've basically thrown away as many points as they possibly could um, yeah. so far um, with more mistakes this weekend. But, yeah, if Ferrari, if you told me Ferrari was going to win, wouldn't be surprised. Mercedes, not surprised. Aston Martin, that might be the most surprising if they actually managed to pull out second. But as we said earlier, they might have a second second fastest car. So should that be shocking? I don't know. That's just how crazy this is. Yeah, right? yeah I think so. It, yeah, absolutely. And it gives us something. To, it gives us something. It gives us an exciting point and something to watch for and root for. Is that like, all right, Red Bull's probably going to win, but what is Aston Martin going to do? How are they going to get ahead of Ferrari and Mercedes? And that's and that's if you're watching the top midfield battle, that's what you're looking for week in and week out. Yeah, and 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 thankfully, it's you know if we're not going to have a, a close uh, drivers' championship or even you know end up for number one in constructors, that's a good battle. It's not just two teams. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's probably a three horse race right now, and I think it's overall good uh, good for the sport. Ferrari being that fourth place team right now, it's uh, thirty points behind Aston. Um, but like I said, throwing away a ton of points. Another rough weekend at Monaco for Ferrari. Shocking, not so much. Uh, Leclerc in qualifying. 
they let him out of the pits, I believe, right into Lando Norris. So Leclerc received a three-place grid penalty after qualifying uh, for an unsafe release. So he qualified third. He was on pole with, like, 20 seconds left in Q3. And then, wait, no, he was the, yeah, then Alonso snatched it from, from him. Yeah. Leclerc snatched it from Ocon. Alonso snatched it from Leclerc. Max snatched it from from Alonso. That's the correct order. Um, but anyway, he was on he was on pole there for a while, and he ends up starting sixth. And then Carlos signs. I've seen conflicting reports about this, but he was pissed off. He they tried the overcut to. to he ended up losing out to uh, to Ocon. They said they were worried about Hamilton. He said, "I don't give a bleep about Hamilton." Uh, I'd be nothing pissed positive too. to write home about. If Carlos Sainz also fourth, was like dive bombing into. If Ocon. I started fourth on the grid and finished eighth, I'd be I'd be pissed off too. I'd be a little mad too. A decent amount of that seemed like his own fault for for again dive bombing Esteban Ocon every yeah. single chance that he got. He he had to blow through the chicane like twice that I remember. Uh, bump bumped into him. It was it was not good from uh for, from signs. It was it gave me flashbacks of last year where uh, after they screwed Leclerc really 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 badly, signs was the only guy who had a chance to beat Max. And he had like 15 laps and just couldn't do it. He kept trying to do it down at the chicane out of the tunnel, and he could never get past him. And he was doing the same exact thing with Ocon this week. Um, just kind of a kind of a disappointing year for Ferrari. I don't know who in their right mind might have picked them to like win the championship <laughs> this year. Uh, but yeah, I that'll be, that, that'll that, be a really that big person, mistake. Why would you do that? Yeah, I, I hope that guy's doing well. You know, I, I, sounds I hope like, a, he, like he might be on drugs, dealing with his alcoholism. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, this guy might need some serious, serious psychological help. Moving on to Alpine, and more specifically, Esteban Ocon, Johnny, your boys. Uh, it was incredible. Ocon, like I said, Ocon was on pole with like a minute and a half remaining in the session. They went early. It would have been one of those perfect, perfect Monaco setups where they went a little before everybody else. He snatches pole out of nowhere. And then, oh, if we get a safety car, you know, yell, some yellow flags here at the end, which happens often in Monaco, he would have ended up uh, ended up on pole. I remember just, like, looking at the TV and saying, looking at the timing screen, saying, this is a pretty good lap from Ocon. And then he went P1. I had no idea just how good yeah. it was. So he, he started third after Leclerc's retirement, uh, or not retirement, after his grid penalty. And Ocon finished in, in third, third, where he started. He- Another podium? Ocon, Ocon's always or, good for that Ocon? sneaky random podium uh, on those like obscure, yeah. <laughs> weird races. Um, but yeah, man, this is the best best race weekend for Alpine they've had in a while. I mean, you get a you get a podium out of Ocon, By and our far, boy yeah. Pierre Gasly finishes P seven. I mean, you can't can't really ask for much better than that if you're Alpine. Um, so to see them trending in the right direction, yeah, I think they like doubled their yeah, point total. Um, and that's after a double point finish in Miami. Um, so yeah, they, we mentioned earlier, they've, they've managed to leapfrog McLaren and they're, they're trending in the right direction. So I think it'll be really interesting to see, uh, how McLaren season or sorry, Alpine season unfolds, uh, the rest of the way. Ian, any thoughts on Alpine? You're not a big Alpine guy, big, big ghastly guy. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a huge Alpine guy. Um, no, it's good. To, it's good to see Ocon have success. Um, he does that where, you know, he, when it's like, oh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have rain on half the track, half the track's wet, half the track's dry. Um, Ocon's gonna podium. Be like, yeah, okay. That, that to his credit, he did. Yeah. He he qualified P three in the dry. You know, like it yeah. was. It, you know, like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to like, discount him. 
he's a guy where like if you put Ocon, if you could if you could just you know go crazy and do whatever. If you could put Ocon in Aston Martin this year and have Aston Martin would be Ocon and Alonso. Uh, scary team. Nut. Wouldn't we that like be a that. crazy team? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a crazy team? Imagine if those two were ever driving together. That'd be so weird. That would be a lot better than Alonso and Troll. <laughs> I don't think I'll tell you that much. For free. Yeah, that would be... That's like, well, you know? I don't know. I would Alonso like to... And, did Alonso and Ocon like, not really get on that well? Yeah, I think, kinda Am I hated, that right? I think they kind of hated each other. But you know, put them in an Aston Martin. I don't know. Everyone's I think, that, I, I think I think they kind of did not like each other. It's like, at all. It's like when but you Alonso neither does Gasly. It's like Ocon. when you have an old and neither does Alonso. It's like when you have an old dog and you bring a new puppy home and it's kind of just nipping at his nose. Yeah, it just it just wasn't a it just wasn't a good wasn't a good match there. But um, no, I, I, I think puppy. That, Let's stroll. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, good point. Um, no, I, I want to see. I want to see Ocon. Like, I want to build off this. I want SD Bestie to to win to build off this, and let's go. Let's go race in Spain. I don't. If if he comes out and it's like, oh, P nine in Spain, it's like, okay, well, there it was. But I don't know. Come out, build off this, and let's go. This, basically, I want everybody. That's the theme of my whole pod this week. Is I want to see people build off their success. That's all this week is. Just a build off week. Build, 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 build. Oh God, that, that, that was aggressive. But I, I, I largely agree. <laughs> Ocon's one of those guys. that's like, like, has not gotten a lot of respect. He was like a meme for a while because, like, oh, he only won in Hungary with that that stupid race. We we're all happy for him, but like nobody really cared. The race was awesome. You know, it was just a joke. Yeah, it was awesome. But but it's like nobody actually has been giving him like any significant respect or like legitimate respect. Um, but he's been rattling off a series of good performances here. So, like you said, we'll see. We'll see what happens in Spain. Uh, who knows? That car might not be good. It's going to be easier to, for other cars to pass him. Uh, Perez is probably not going to be starting twentieth. Um, you know, Leclerc probably. Well, <laughs> who knows? Leclerc probably will get another grid penalty again. Um, yeah, his but, car will catch yeah, on fire. Like lap two, yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari yeah, finds tough. finds a way. They they they, they will. Find- yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Ferrari messing up is, is yes the exact opposite likelihood of, they, they of remind me of that uh the, the angels meme where it's like oh shohei uh, shohei otani's yeah. done something that hasn't been done since uh, tungsten arm uh, tungsten arm o'doyle <laughs> yeah, years ago. 1897 in their fourth place in the middle west yeah and they they drop it four three to the orioles that's yeah. That's Ferrari. Oh, Leclerc yeah. did something another extremely impressive, and Ferrari finishes with six points on the weekend. <laughs> somebody, uh, back to your point, Ian. Though, built, built somebody else building on uh, on the success. Hopefully, one Oscar Piastri. Yo, brief. I want to give McLaren yeah. a quick shout out. Don't really feel the need to talk about uh, talk about any of the other teams just yet. Um, but before we kind of move on to move on to maybe some rock star wanker wanted to get get that in piastri has been uh been pretty close to norris here and i i don't want to just say it's because norris hasn't been great the car has been terrible that car is um, yeah, so looks he's cool though close. that that uh that backlash. anniversary livery was pretty sweet i like it i personally I like hated it. that i wanted the, the i was the not afraid golf I don't like back. It. what's the it point looked like a, it looks like a big dream sickle i was like what are we doing Dang. here guys Wow, that was exactly what it was. It looked like Victor Hovland, you know, on Sunday at the PGA Championship. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got we got we got a lot of a lot of references bouncing around here across the spectrum. Uh, but I, I don't know. I personally wasn't a fan. I'm a big fan of the uh, the the light blue, the golf, the golf McLaren. I get they were doing their triple crown thing, but I just don't think anybody cares. 
uh, about their IndyCar championship from however many years ago. Just, just, just my take. But shout out Oscar Piastri. Yeah, he's been he's been having a, having a, sol- a solid year. Who I've who I've had conversations who people definitely think is Oscar Pistorius. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> it's I, way too easy to complain. Way too many. Wait, who he, the guy who uh, the guy from McLaren? Like you mean the Blade Runner guy that's in prison? <laughs> no, nope. Two very yeah, different he's people. Australian, I guess. I don't yeah. even know if it, Oscar yeah, Piastri and Oscar Pistorius are not the same people. I know the name sounds similar, but they are not. Look, it is it is absolutely close enough. And with that, I think we we've covered we've covered enough of uh enough of this race itself. Ready to get into some some Rockstar Wanker of the Week? Let's get into the Rockstar Wanker of the Week. Ian, you're getting into the Rockstar of the Week. Or is, he's getting into you. I don't know. My Rockstar of the Week. I want to give it to Ocon. My Rockstar of the Week. Give me that give me that 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 third place Ocon finish. Don't get to give it to Ocon a lot. There are also a lot of good other candidates this week, but oh, let's go, let's go Ocon just to be uh, be a little different. I love it. I love it. You know, and I, I think this week that's not, you know, it's probably not an, an, uh, an unpopular opinion. Johnny, you ready? Uh, so I don't really have a rock star of the week. Um, it's mine. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be weird. Out, I'll, know, I'll give, I'll give a weird one. Years. I'll give it to Lewis for snagging the fastest lap bonus point. Sneaky under the radar. Oh, rock star. So it's only 25 for 25 yeah. for Max. By, uh, I, 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 I was considering giving it to Red Bull. Um, but I also really want to, since we didn't, I didn't want to have to waste uh, uh, any more time talking about um, Alfa Romeo. I'm going to give it to Valtteri Bottas. Um, Ocon would have been my number one for the record, um, but I have, I have to go with my number two. So I'm giving it to Bottas. That is a really, really nice race. And honestly, the only reason he didn't score points is because uh, Nick DeVries, the best thing he did this weekend was just hold up Bottas. He had, I think he had Yuki in front of him and Bottas behind him and was just protecting Yuki the entire the, Entire time until Yuki's uh, Yuki's brakes ended up giving out late in the race, which uh, you know spawned that that radio message I played earlier. Um, yeah. But it was it was a good week from good week from Bottas. I, I'm always the guy that when no one else picks him, I always say I'm gonna give it to Red Bull and Mac because they were perfect and they never mess up. And then and, and I'm sick of it. I'm it's sick boring. of it. So I'm going with Valtteri Bottas. I've acknowledged already how good it was, how good Red Bull is, how they never mess up. I think I texted texted you guys. During the race, like when when the pit stops happen, uh, when Alonso pitted for for the wrong tires and just said Alonso pitted for the wrong tires, they just pitted him again. Red Bull Dude, never makes Joe. It was they it don't. was a good good uh, race for Alpha as a team. I mean, Joe started Joe Overall, started nineteenth yeah, yeah, yeah. and finished thirteenth. Uh, Moved up quite a few places. Spots. Yeah, yeah. He he was on a on a good strategy there. I think they showed me the money him after around. one lap. He started on like softs and then went to hards and then ran until the rain came. It was crazy. That was the wildest nineteen to fourteen or whatever it was. <laughs> Um, I've ever seen, but but Bottas also had a had a really good race. So Bottas is getting my my rock star of the week. It's it, it, that's just that's just how it's going to happen. I don't hate it. We ready to little, little wank? Let's get into let's get into wankers. Let's get into let's get into a little wank. Anybody, anybody want to go? Anybody jumping off the bit to wank? I'll jump off the bit. Right, I'll jump off right into it. My wanker of the week is the Alphatari. Just everything about them because I thought they were going to be better. And they have got so many problems, and they're so bad. And it's just like Nick DeVries had his best race of the year, and he finished 12th. And yeah. that was, yeah. Yugi Sonoda. We need Nick ter- DeVries, though. Otherwise, Logan Sargent looks worse. 
You know, there's got to be someone else without a point. So Nick, but Nick DeVries is in is, and I want to believe that that Tari car is not that bad. And Yuki Sonoda, Yuki, we need more pace. I can't give pace. My brakes are gonna, my brakes are gonna give out. We need more pace. Brakes give out. It's like. All right, guys. What are we? What, what are, are we doing? Here? Are you trying to effing crash me at one point? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the wanker is just everything about Tari, and they're in second to last place. They've got a I whole two only, points. They've got two points, and it's like, yeah. What are what? I don't know. So I'm gonna give it to Tari as a team. They're one point out of being yeah, last. It seems like Red Bull's kind of yeah. mailed it in with the whole, you know, B team gimmick. It's, it's kind of a like, gimmick. You know, sometimes it works know. out. They they work yeah, so, you know is. some they they do more experimental stuff and sometimes it works like we saw a couple of years ago, um, and sometimes it really doesn't like what like what's there happened should this not year. be there should not be for them being a, a quote unquote B team there should not be as big as a gap between how good Red Bull's car is and how just mediocre their car is and then how bad their drivers have been there should not be this big of a gap from them for the if they're truly a B team. If they're not truly a B team, then sell them, get somebody else on that team, and then let's let's ride from there. Yeah, I don't know that. I I love Nick DeVries. You know, you know, you know me. I love. I was the Dutch. Kinda, I was kind of high on them coming into the season. I'm like, all right, you know, you got Nick DeVries as he showed a lot. He showed a little bit last year. Like maybe he can do it. But he, he just... got that seat because of like one race though, and it was funny because we're like, ha! He raced one race for Williams and he got as many points as uh, as Latifi got all season. It was great. Yeah. It was funny, but like also. It was like, uh, is he is he really ready for this? And so far, I think the answer is no. It's it's not over, but the next five races, he's really got to show some. And I think the the, the Tauri bosses, the Red Bull bosses, actually said as much um, going into going into this last race weekend that yeah, it's 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 not over, but he's 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 got to step it up with something that, that, that right now I don't think him or Yuki will be, will be back next season for Tauri. But I still think I still think Yuki has potential, and we see good stuff out of Yuki. I think Yuki, if his brakes didn't stop working, actually would have would have you know was having a pretty good weekend. I still see more high level potential of Yuki, like you know, randomly kind of like flirting with Q threes, getting into Q threes, yeah. um, and it's just kind of the other random stuff that you got to clean up. But that's easier than just than teaching someone to have raw pace, which it seems like Yuki you know probably has. And DeVries just. I love I love the Dutch and I love the Americans. Those are those are my boys. And right now we're sitting nineteen and twenty in the driver's standings. Uh, besides Max, we're gonna we're gonna forget him. He's not he's not one of the little Dutch boys that I like. Um, Devries is the only little Dutch boy that I like. Uh, for the for the record, for all all you people trying to take that out of context. Um, all that, right, so with that, <laughs> yeah, I'm not clipping that. Podcast. I'm not clipping that. Like little Dutch boys. <laughs> what? Just one, just just hold one. Up, hold Max, up, hold but not not Max for seven. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> was that was that was that still related to the little touch points? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's still related to the so little Ian's point. wanker is Alpha Tauri. Johnny, and your wanker. You, and then update my new wanker is Curtis for saying yeah. little touch oh, points. Oh god, why did I go straight from little Dutch boys into the word wank? It just <laughs> He's just doubling down, and it keeps getting You've worse. You've never heard about the, oh, the story God. of the little Dutch boy in the dyke? Uh, that's like, God. I, I hope I'm not going to have plugged, to cut that. I, I, I'm going to Google <laughs> That's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on. I don't think Johnny should finish the story, all right? The last Dutch thing you told us about was the... That that weird festival where they all uh, you know dress up very, <laughs> very inappropriately. I'm not even. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't look it up. It's, it's bad bad news bears. 
Um, so Johnny, who's who's your uh, worst performer um, of the week? I won't say so it. I kind of, I mean, I, won't, I, won't I, I kind of word. alluded to this at the beginning of the episode, but uh, again, uh, it, it, it's hard to beat on a track where you don't pass and you start 16th and you would have finished 20, 20th if it wasn't for DNFs from Stroll and Magnuson. Uh, I got to give it to to Logan Sargent, and I know that that Williams. It's a duck out there. I mean, that car stinks. It it always has. It, it probably always will um, for the foreseeable future. He didn't crash during the no, race. No, he That's didn't. But he's also, I mean, Alex Albon has managed to pick up a point in that car somehow. And and I don't know. It just seems that it does. You'd hope to be seeing strides from from Logan. You know, at this point in the season, and it just um, I don't know. The the formula doesn't seem to be adding up. It was terrible at his, his home race yeah. in Miami, like right down the road from where he was born. Um, that was not a not a good week. And then this week was also pretty pretty terrible from him. The one thing I will say was it was you know his first Monaco. He played it safe. He didn't cause a bunch of Very damage intimidating, I'm sure. to the car. Absolutely. Yeah, and so his whole strategy seemed to be, I'm not going <laughs> to crash. Like uh, all you know when, when it matters, I'm not going to crash and qualify. I'm not going to crash during the race. I'm not going to really really screw us over um i'm just gonna bring the car home if we're not gonna score points and you know that's that's something it's i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that he shouldn't be wanker of the week i think it's totally valid but and we do yeah. need to see a lot more from it, logan Sargent moving forward but every time he went into that hairpin it, it just looked like bumper cars because there were three or four guys trying well, to get like the last him. time in the in the yeah. wet he had to like reverse out i think at one point because he just he just stopped and realized he wasn't going to make it but he was there's was no one around him um, it was, yeah, it was, it, it was pretty ugly, but again, you know, he, he navigated rain on half of Monaco and not the other, like, and, and he, and he brought the car home in one piece. So that's, that's something, um, you know, who, uh, I think there was only one man who didn't bring the car home in, in one piece. And that's my wanker of the week. Mr. Lance Stroll, come on down, take your award. We've talked about it earlier. He, um, he was a mess, a mess the entire race. And you see what Fernando does. And then you have Lance and I know part of it was he only got one he only got one run in Q2 because he missed the way bridge so i don't know who to blame for that but that's what happened so we only got one run and then he got some debris but like whatever whatever the the race was so much worse than the bad luck in qualifying at the end apparently he had a brake issue but watching him slide down that hairpin when his brakes weren't working is one of the funniest <laughs> things i've seen since i started watching formula 1 I mean, it's it's just classic, classic. He crashes in at the top of the hairpin, and then bounces off the wall and starts sliding down and crashes at the bottom of the hairpin, and his entire front wing just falls right off. He's he's the the team is so funny because right now they are they're like and and this should be relatable to a lot of our to a lot of our listeners as they're a company where. One of the high, one of the higher ups is the boss's kid, and everybody knows he's kind of, he's kind of a dingus, and the like rock star employees are like, yeah, I know this is what he's doing, but you just gotta let me take over and do it instead, and that's for Lando Alonso, and Lance Stroll is just like, he's just doing his own thing, he doesn't know what's going on, his seat's secure, he loves it. He's just happy the team is having success, and meanwhile, it's just all in the back of Fernando Alonso. He's capable of more, though. That's gotta like that's gotta frustrate, you know, Aston fans, 
casual viewers, Lance Stroll himself. Like he's not, he's not that bad. You, are there? Yeah. Have you ever met an? Yeah, Aston British fan? guys. Yeah, old, no. old, old British guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery, <laughs> dude. Come pretty on. Sure, I'm pretty sure the guy <laughs> me and Curtis sat next to at Spa was like a weird. Uh, was weirdly like a, he said he lived like his backyard. He could see Silverstone from his backyard. You remember oh, yeah. that guy? Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. kind of guy he's an yeah. Aston. Shout fan. out that guy, yeah, just a just a big drunk British guy. <laughs> he was a yeah. massive unit for sure. Yeah, he was a First massive of all, if you're, a unit. If you're still listening to us right now, thank you. Second of all, if you are an Aston Martin fan, tweet at us at Yankshaft F one pod and we'll tweet something nice about you or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd because be I, I'm convinced they don't exist. I don't, I don't think there are any Aston, Aston fans. At least in yeah. America, I think there are Fernando Alonso fans. But I, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure in, in Britain, there just there's some old school races or you know race fans that have been a fan of the team and throughout all of its iterations. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just spitballing. But there's got to, there's got to be some out there. Literally dozens of them. There's as many Aston fans in the world as there are Yankshaft listeners. Yes, I'm, 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 I, I buy at that. least as many. At least as many. So I, I'm comfortable, comfortable saying that. We got we got anything else on uh, on the season so far? I I, I was kind of gonna get into like you know, big uh, you know, best surprise, biggest disappointment, but I think we pretty much just nailed it. Aston um, Aston overall, and you know Fernando Alonso, best surprise. I don't think anybody's gonna gonna go away from that. Um, biggest disappointment, just you know the classics. Uh, you know we got F- Ferrari just doing Ferrari things, and then um, Williams have just been uh, been real bad. Logan Sargent. Um, yeah, specifically. That's unfortunate. So, not um, really much more beyond that. So no, I think that I think the kind of my general my general thought is that this is this season is a better indicator of what Formula One usually is. Uh, I believe we're going on. God, was this year two or year yeah, three? Year the two. Chef year two. Oh, three for three for us. Two for the new regulations. Yeah, three for, for us. Yeah. yeah. So we've had two pretty pretty damn good seasons um back to back with formula one where it's like wow this championship is like we don't know what's gonna happen like it's kind of late last year was good for like two-thirds of it maybe but last year was yeah but, but, this, but at this point like we are entering and we're honestly in the max verstappen era of max verstappen's gonna win the driver's championship this year he'll probably win it next year and he'll probably win it the year after that as well that's just what that's, that's just what's gonna happen um barring some crazy rule change or red bull falls off the earth or there's like a again like a freaky friday like body switching instant and he like forgets how to drive um <laughs> but that's typically what formula one is where it's like you know and this is why a lot of people don't it's why it's why it's difficult for some people to get into because it's like how can you watch a sport and pay attention and wake up at these weird times to where if you the guy who leads after the first turn race is over He's got, and that's essentially yeah. how it's going to be with Max Verstappen. You hey, just find yourself praying. Hey, for rain. people still watched basketball in the '90s when uh, Jordan was, you know, doing his thing. Oh, and they know. did. Yeah, but he they also did. like just left the sport randomly for a while to keep it fresh. <laughs> True. You know? That's what we pay need. Max gambling to, debts you know, or whatever. Farm some cheese. Yeah, we need we need to get Max to go pay off Yoss's pay off gambling debts for his for his dad. Some something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's it, it hasn't been a bad season though. I found it pretty enjoyable, and like we alluded to earlier, that battle for two through four is really good. And honestly, those teams sitting five through ten, any one of them could like step up, and I wouldn't be surprised. It's like a lot of teams are really struggling, like uncharacteristically. They're all there are a lot of good storylines. Like you know, even Williams, it feels like disappointing that they you know are as bad as they have been. 
is we all had uh, had higher hopes for him, and, and it was like genuine hope and genuine pace and testing and everything. So a lot of five through ten, everyone's got potential. We see good weeks, you know. We see points from uh, from a lot of these teams every week. So overall, I'm happy with the way the season's played out. Other than what Max won this week, Max won. Uh, to, to recap, uh, the time we missed, Max won in uh, Miami. No, um, Checo won in Azerbaijan, no, and then Max won in Australia. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to win every race. They don't have an issue, most likely. Monaco was probably the best shot against that, and uh, they managed to manage to snatch it away. Um, but this, this upcoming weekend, tomorrow, in fact, they will be driving at a new circuit, a new, a new chance for another team to not beat Red Bull um, come Sunday. And yep. it is uh, the Spanish Grand Prix at, what, Circuit de Barcelona, Catalunya. Uh, classic. They removed, I think, the last chicane this year. I'm um, hoping to make it a little more interesting. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this circuit. I think the whole middle sector is kind of uh, kind of stupid. Um, everyone just kind of has to go in a single file line because there's no there's no real way to drive on it. It's good for qualifying, but I don't really enjoy races here. Um, Barcelona that often. Yeah, Barcelona. Um, and then also shout out uh, the good the good people of uh, Emilia Romagna. I hope y'all are doing well. Uh, with the flooding yes. that canceled. There was one Grand Prix that we didn't mention. It's the one that got canceled because of the extreme flooding. So, you know, shout out our listeners in the Emilia-Romagna um, area. Um, but that, that that race did not happen. This one hopefully will. looks like we might get some, some rain on Sunday um, here in Spain. Are we ready to come back to everyone's favorite game? Name the oh last five winners of the Grand Prix weekend that we're going to this time. Oh, buddy. Let's oh, do buddy. it. Oh, buddy. This one is... Actually, there, there, there's really only, like, one fun name on this list, but it's it, it's a good one. So guess who the last winner of the Spanish Grand Prix is? Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen, indeed. He's won twice, but I think it was, like, five, six years apart. Six years apart, actually. I think he might have won his rookie season. Um, and then in bet- the years in between last season and Max's rookie season, they were all won by the same guy. Five in a row. Guess who that was? I got a strong uh, guess. Uh, I'm gonna say Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, it might be Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was Lewis Hamilton. So he's got six wins. Uh, beyond, now they get a little more interesting. One. Uh, one of the drivers is is currently still on the grid, so that's a big help. Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso. Oh. And then we've got. I'll just give you this one: the good old Nico Rosberg. Uh, he seems to come win. up a lot in Tossed these. In there. Uh, yeah. He does come up a lot in these. He beat, he yeah, beat yeah. Lewis Hamilton in the same car. Because Lewis Hamilton dominated yeah. for so long that when we're doing last five, Lewis has like five straight wins at all these, and then it'll be Rosberg yeah. in 2015. Um, so number five on the list, toss out some names. I believe it was, uh, can it was we, like drop, 2006. Can we, direct, can we get a hint? Uh, Venezuela. <laughs> Oh, um, that should oh. be if you know you no, know. No, 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 no. On Pablo Montoya. I can't think of his name. It, it's, Come on. With, it's with the, no, it's no, with no, the no, no. It's with the uh, Maldonado. Pastor Maldonado. Yes. Pastor Maldonado. I don't know why I there said it was B, but when you said Venezuela, I was like, What's oh, uh, it's it's got to be Maldonado. Montoya is yeah. not even Venezuelan. He's like Colombian. It's like I don't know. Argentina. No, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, no, so, uh, wait, no, okay, 2012. I think I said like 2008. Jesus, uh, no, I don't even know if Maldonado was an F1 at that point. Um, Pablo Montoya yeah, so. is he's a Colombian. Sorry to Colombian listeners, and Pablo Montoya, he's Colombian. Yeah, not not close enough, but but the correct continent, indeed. So that's uh, that's that's a pretty big win. Uh, winners past that: Vettel, Mark Webber, Jensen Button, Kimi Raikkonen, 
My second guess, if you didn't say Venezuelan, I was going to say, I think Mark Weber won this. Like, yeah, he, he did. We had a, yeah. a back-to-back, a Jensen Button into Mark Weber. And then Kimi Raikkonen the year before and Felipe oh, Massa. Felipe Massa the year before Felipe that. Felipe Massa. Going back That's to right. the South Americans. And then before that, we had like eight years where it was just Schumacher and uh, Mika Hakkinen. Yeah. But anyway, yep. yeah, no, Pastor Maldonado, any chance I get to throw his name into, into an episode – I absolutely Great, yeah. have to do that. Absolutely. Great, yeah. Oh my gosh. I still see him get, uh, get tossed around on F1 Twitter still seems to, to love the guy. So I, I love any and all Pastor Maldonado content. Um, yeah, no, no real predictions. Cause we have uh, absolutely no idea what to expect other than Red Bull is yeah. going to win uh, this weekend. Yeah. But, but, but pray I, for I, I hope not. Just pray it's for already rain. like Sunday, uh, Sunday, if, if I'm not mistaken, this was like a three stop uh, race for max last year. So <clears throat> if we get some rain or something, oh, it could make it interesting. That, that, that could be interesting. All right. Well, that, that, that's all I got. Any, anything else, guys? No. Just pray for rain, guys. Give me. Let's get a. Uh, rain makes corn. Rain makes corn. It's good for the crops. Let's do it. Corn makes corn. Give whiskey. me that sweet, sweet Spanish rain. Sweet, Italian sweet Spanish day. rain. Feel it on your skin. All right. That's all we got. We'll catch you guys after the, uh, the Spanish Grand Prix. Meow. Outro.